When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Woo! Hey, you guys. I got a tiny little thing to celebrate today. It is officially the 100th episode of Really Riley, and I am super excited that y'all stuck around with me this long, because when I first started this baby, I was just like, Oh my God, is this going to be a complete flop? Are people going to hate it? And truly, it's become kind of like my little outlet to talk about the things that sometimes people don't want to hear about. Sometimes people are super moved by what I have to say. Sometimes, you know, people cry along with me or laugh along with me. And that's like super special to me. And as is this podcast, that is really a big turning point in my life right now. Um, But before I get into that, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you guys for listening. I love y'all. So this podcast is about the most recent events of my life in moving. Now, a lot of people are like, okay, yeah, we get it, Riley. You know, moving is stressful, but why is this such a huge turning point? We've all done it. We've all packed up our shit and gone through the stress of purging and disconnecting electric and this, that, and the third. But I felt like of the 19 times, yes, 19 times that I have moved in my life throughout the country, throughout cities, homes, apartments, whatever, in my 16 years in radio, like this one was the most profound for me and the most anxiety provoking. You would have thought the one where I moved from Atlanta, my favorite city in the whole world, to D.C. three years ago with a one-year-old, knowing no one and having no family, would have been the scarier one. But for some reason, this one is number one, and that one's probably number two. And I talked to you guys about this before. This one absolutely freaked me out because of the fact that I was moving into my soon-to-be husband's space. And, you know, I've talked about this before, that for some, that's just like, well, this is going to be your husband, duh. But there was something about leaving behind this period of my life, those three years that I spent in this condo, that was super, super crazy, bittersweet, and surprisingly hard to let go of. And I felt that so emotionally the other day when I came upon a picture of my son, Lyric, and then I took one the last day that we were in this condo, and it literally brought me down to my knees. Tears flowing. So the picture is of the cherry blossom trees. The first one is back in 2017 when I first moved here and Lyric is so cute and still has that baby chubby fat and was just literally like a couple days, a couple months, like maybe a month over a year old. And he's still got that wobbly baby walk to him and baby babble. And he's standing in front of the cherry blossom tree that had just bloomed I'd never seen those before. He obviously was so little. He'd never seen them before. So I took a picture of it. 
And then this year, I took the same type of picture in the same spot, but yet my little boy is rocking his big old smile in front of that same cherry blossom tree, but doing his little ninja pose because he refused to, you know, just pose for me because he's almost five now. And it's just, it was a moment for me, a moment of really, really big realization smacking me in the face. So I wanted to read you guys what I wrote on my Instagram post because I felt like I said it best there. I said, same tree, much bigger boy. I took this picture right after we moved to D.C. in 2017. I'm tearing up at the thought of the difference between those photos and not because of how incredibly fast my baby boy grew, but because of how lost and terrified I felt in the before and how confident and absolutely certain of our future I am now. I prayed so hard for this life. I figured out my weaknesses and decided to work every day to change them. In every way possible, I did what I needed to do and watch my life as and watch the life I always dreamed of manifest around me. I can't pretend there isn't a certain sense of this chapter closing being bittersweet. As much as it was unbearable at times to be that broke, scared, confused, lonely, tired single mama, me and the munchkin got through it together. I was the bravest I've ever been, and I'll never take that time in my life for granted, ever. And then when God knew we were ready, we found the loves of our life in the Fit Marshmallow, my fiance. Cheers to the brightest new chapter honoring the past and being excited for the future. We got this. Now to say that I was trembling writing that out would be an understatement. As a matter of fact, I was tearing up so hard that Lyric was like, mommy, be happy. You know, so I had to compose myself and just get it together. But, you know, when I first moved here in 2017, I took the biggest leap of faith ever because I was starting what I thought was the biggest thing in my career ever because of, of all the years that I'd been in radio, I'd always wanted to be a part of this show. I can never remember a time that I didn't. And it's like one of those things that when you get to a space in your life that you think is the Mecca, and then it turns out, you know, maybe great, but not in every way you thought it was. And you gave up so much. Like I gave up my very, very close knit friends and my support system in Atlanta, a city that I loved, a space that I loved to come and like, really realized that maybe I, or so I thought at the time I had gotten in over my head and there was no turning back. And then I was $23,000 in debt from so many different things, from moving, from not realizing how much it was going to cost me to live here, from childcare being so expensive. Like For the first time in my life, I was really terrified and I'd made some big leaps in life. You know, like I moved my entire life at 26 years old from Florida to Michigan, the dead of winter, again, not knowing everybody, but I did it. I jumped and that was that. But this time I was doing it with a kid. And this time I was leaving a space, a place, a city that I adored. I went into the biggest amount of depression I have ever been in my life. And let me tell you, in those walls... I fought so hard to be the person 
that I am proud to be today. And I don't mean to be all damn cliche about it, but I think that's what was so emotional about packing things up from that place. Like in that place, I had this, what I called like my, my wall of me or my shelves of me. And I've had this shelf since I was like 17 years old. It was from Walmart years ago and I'd always put picture frames on it. But throughout the years, I just had little trinkets there. A teddy bear from the first time that I went to New York. A big concert photo book folder from when I went to the Pink concert and saw her for the first time live in Nashville. I mean, the snow globe from the first trip I ever went on an airplane that is now dried out and the snowflakes are just basically, you know, shaking around in there like salt. Trinkets that my niece, who's almost 17 now, made for me at five. The picture of me and my friends the last time we went out to our favorite bar before I left Florida and never went back. All of the crosses that my mom had gotten me from different places that she'd gone throughout the country. Like, I was putting all those things into a box and remembering every single memory that had led me to that point in that house. And as you can tell, I'm getting a little emotional about it because putting those things away, I, even though I'm on the better side of 40, I am now leaving all that in this box and cherishing it, but moving on to the next biggest chapter of my life as my fiance's wife, Mrs. W., So here in comes the bittersweet, because when I was packing everything up and finding little things that made me remember some of the good times and some of the bad times, I was flooded with all these emotions of, oh my God, like I got through hell and fucking back in this house. I went through a miscarriage in that house. I, you know, went through many a nights crying myself to sleep or sitting in the shower just praying for my person to come along. I made my first vision board in that house, and I truly believe manifested the life that I created around me. I went through my fitness journey, started doing it while I was in that house. Lyric took his real first steps in that house. He went poo-poo in the potty for the first time in that house. He started talking In that house. The first time Marshall and I made love was in that house. And I remember when I first moved in there in 2017, how much I didn't like that house at all because I had moved from, you know, this vintage 1920s house in Atlanta that I adored, that I brought my baby boy home to, into this, you know, 90s condo that was, you know, not my favorite thing at all. But it's crazy that you never know what you have until you're leaving it. And although... I wouldn't give up any one thing that I have today to go back to that space and time because it's painful. It's sort of weird how reluctant I am or I'm realizing that I am to let go of pain because for me, there was a certain amount of armor in that house that I built up, this shell around me that was unbreakable, untouchable, unpenetrable, this badass single mommy, broke, tired, scared, whatever, was still doing the damn thing. And when you have that kind of grip about your emotions and your life, it seems hard and at the same time beautiful to move on to. <laughs> I really think that uh, my fiance Marshall had me 
you know, was scared. He had me think, or he was thinking that, are you questioning us getting married? Do you want to do this? And I'm like, no, it's not that at all. But in order for me to maintain the good parts of the pain that I went through in that house, the strength that I worked for going through all those difficult circumstances, it's almost like for me, I have to honor it. I don't know if that sounds, you know, very mother earth child or kooky or whatever, but it's like, I meant what I said when I will never, ever take those times in life for granted. Literally putting together in desperation a vision board at the end of 2017, saying I can't be depressed anymore. For my son, I have to get it together. I have to, you know, get my fitness together. I was like, I'm not going to drink anymore. It's been two years since I decided to just say, you know what? I want to get my fitness together and did every damn thing I could. Like all of these goals that although in the moment were so hard to obtain, I did it. And I did it by myself. And I think it's so poignant that now I'm able to walk away from that chapter and join my family together with Marshmallow, with Marshall in this beautiful union that we're about to go through. You know, whenever I talk to my mom about it, that woman's been through some shit, man. I mean, my story is a tough one, but hers is even tougher. And I think she's like, she has trouble, you know, relating to me in this way. She's like, why are you so upset? You're moving out of that house that you didn't like. You're moving into Marshall's really pretty house with a big backyard for Lyric. You have all these blessings. And it's like, mom, I'm not saying that I don't. But my mom likes to block out the past. She likes to just... Forget that it was there and enjoy what she's doing now and enjoy her life now, which is also great. Sometimes that works for some people. But I just don't ever want to get lost in all the joyous times and then not be prepared for what happens next. And that may sound like a pessimistic attitude, and I promise it's not that. I never wanted to be a single mom. I never set out to be a single mom, but damn Single moms are made of steel. And I'm not taking away from any other parents in any way, shape, or form. I'm just relating to my experience and how hard I thought it was. And then it was therein 20 times harder. I never want to let go of that time in that house. Like, I'm sitting here thinking about that. Uh, I think it's Miranda Lam- Lambert, that, that, that the house that built me. That song, as much as I hated that house when I first moved into it and was just angry to be there, that house built me. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. And I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for all the memories. I'm grateful for all the tragedies. I'm grateful for all the times that Marcel and I had the roughest patch of our very young relationship after He had surgery on his hip and couldn't move and was in the downstairs basement. And we all piled in there as a family. And I'm grateful for the night that I went through my miscarriage. And Marshall was right there with me. I'm grateful for all those memories, no matter how hard they hurt. I'm grateful for all that experience. Woo! Get it together, Riley! (laughs) You would have thought that this hundredth episode would have been some joyous or funny one. And it's not that it's just not joyous. 
I just think it's very appropriate that while I'm celebrating 100 pieces of audio of Really Riley and y'all have been right there with me, oof, amid everything that's going on right now in the world, with all the social distancing and everything like that, you guys, I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful that you give me a chance and you listen to the Riley randoms that happen into this microphone and into your ears. Thank you so much, you guys. I'm giving you a big fat virtual hug and wishing you guys health and happiness and all the loves and all the blessings. And cheers to the move being over and the next chapter of blessings coming for everybody, for all of us, whether you're moving or not. Y'all, thank you so much for listening to this one. Thank you for letting me get super emotional. Thank you for being here for me. Thank you for giving an outlet. You guys, hit me up on social. I want to hear what you think about the podcast. I want to hear about the things that you want to hear right now while you're at home with the kiddos. If you want to hear more about workouts, if you want to hear more about relationship stuff, if you want to hear more about me, if whatever it is, hit me up at Riley Couture. That's Instagram, that's Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. And then Snapchat is at Radio Recon. Y'all, happy 100th anniversary! Love you. It's really Riley.